If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's totally free and you will be able to get paid from your podcast with no minimum listenership. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. Join Anchor today. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is June the 8th, 2021. This is episode seven of the B-Sides with K Fonts. Um, hope everybody is doing well and good wealth and health, all that good stuff. Um, I finally got my mic working, so hopefully I'm sounding a little bit better because of the last two episodes I've been using the microphone with the computer. So hopefully I'm sounding a whole lot better than I, than I was. Thank you for adapting with me as I adapt, adapted. Um, I really do appreciate that. Um, came to talk about Juice World today. I purchased that album, I think, two weeks ago, Legends Never Die. Um, great album. A talent gone way too soon, man. Um, to me, this album, this whole body of work was a uh, crowd to help, I believe. And um, it sucks that either his people around him couldn't give, give it to him or um, he just wasn't accepting it, but never pointing fingers, at least not on this side, because I know everybody's addicted to something. Um, it might not be drugs, but everybody has an addiction and whoever says they don't is a liar. Um, so without further ado, man, let's just get in. Let's just jump into this juice world. Okay, thank you for bearing with me while I uh, went and grabbed that uh, album. But uh, this was the third studio album by rapper Juice World. Um, it was released almost a year ago, July 10th, 2020, and that was like maybe seven months after his death um, through Grade A Productions and Interscope Records. The album had guest features such as Trippy Red, The Weeknd, Marshmello, Polo G, The Kid, Lario, and Halsey. I hope I'm saying some of the people's names correctly because I never really heard of them. Besides him, I'm like, I don't really listen to, to the new rap, like Polo G, all that good stuff. No disrespect to him, but it's just not my thing. I'm not their target audience. So, but yeah, that's who was featured on those, on that album. Um, it received positive reviews and debuted atop the U.S. Billboard 200 um, with 497 album equivalent units in the first week. So it was pretty big. Um, it reached number one in several countries, including Canada and the United States and the United Kingdom. I'm sorry. The album was supported by six singles, Righteous, Tell Me You Love Me, Life's a Mess, Come and Go. Wishing Well, and Smile. And like I said, I believe that some of these songs, it was him crying out for help. Um, let's go on. I think the cover art is cool. It just has him 
I like to say it's paradise. It has him standing in paradise and no longer suffering from what he was suffering from. And when you open it, it has in loving memory of Juice. From an early age, Gerard aspired to be a recording artist and passionately pursued his dream to make it a reality. He used his voice to express his struggles and in doing so, he helped those who were facing similar issues. I hope that his music continues to touch the heart of his fans and bring comfort to those who are hurting. Gerard left us much too soon, but his music and message will live on for years to come because legends never die. So I think that was really nice. I think his mother wrote that. And yeah, man, Gerard's no longer hurting. Um, his music definitely will forever live on with me um, because... I mean, I never dealt with that stuff firsthand, but it's just like when he released Lucid Dreams and was just getting out of a really bad toxic relationship, and that song helped me through it, um, pretty much just showed me and told me that it was going to be okay. So I'm like, let's dig in and let's see what more of this guy, what more he has to offer. So dig in and I started to see songs like Empty and All Girls Are the Same and other hits that he had on his previous two albums. And I'm like, I like this dude. And not only did I just like the vibe and the music, um, felt like it was me in a, in a way in my younger days because he kind of mixed like, a rap and a punk emo style. He wasn't just, he wasn't afraid to be himself, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And growing up in an inner city middle school um, and all that good stuff, like I was the weirdo kid listening to Good Charlotte and Simple Plan and Lincoln Park and bands like that. So, and everybody else looked at me like I was an alien. So I think more than anything, that's why I liked him because like, at his shows, he used live instruments and like rock guitars, and I thought that was really cool. I actually watched his whole entire concert from 2019 yesterday. Um, so I think just from that standpoint, I thought Juice was cool. And uh, I'm going to try something new today. Instead of just reading off the albums, I'm going to try to see if I can play a little bit. So hopefully um, it goes well. Uh, let me know what you guys think, how well you can hear it. Give me one second and I will cue that up. So I think my microphone is picking it up from all sides of the microphone, but just let me know if you guys can hear this. The song is called Titanic. And he's just, again, talking about living with his demons. About just the drugs that he's on. But he still doesn't doubt God. I believe that. Talking about drowning in codeine, so I believe 
nobody can tell me that this is different. Any different that this was his cry out for help. But through everything, he always talked about his blessings, and I think that's what I can resonate in. Just dig it. Take this dude's vibe still, even though I don't do the things that he was talking about. But yeah, man, that song was called Titanic. And um, just basically talking about his demons and his struggles with the pills and codeine and all that stuff that he's dealing with. But he still believes that there is a God looking out for him. And during that time, that's why he still was alive. And he said, but he's probably getting tired of me sinning and wilding. And I'm sure we can all understand that because I feel like some days, I mean, not trying to downplay it because I feel like no man's sin is greater or lesser than somebody else's. But even though I wasn't to that extreme or many of us listening to this wasn't that extreme, like we all probably had that moment where we felt like God was just in our head and our heart, like, man, just sit down somewhere. Like, you're doing too much all the time. So I got that. And by no stretch of the words do I think this guy was a bad guy. He's just, I mean, I personally, and I don't want to sound too cocky and get too big for my bridges, but I understand that uh, music is just entertainment. Like, I've never been the kid that was trying to do what the artist was saying. And um, I believe that uh, he grew up because he was 19 when he passed away. So he grew up and his mom was like a devout Christian. So he couldn't listen to rap at home um, and pretty much no secular music at home. So he would have to go and listen to rap music with his cousins. And then he tried to like make up words to the beat and all that stuff. And that's how he became an artist and wanted to do to do music, but um, I don't think he was a bad guy. I just like think like if he's nineteen, he was growing up listening to Lil Wayne, and then Lil Wayne influenced guys that was his age. So like, um, I mean, none of it's really cool, but um. I'm 30, so I grew up listening to Reasonable Doubt, um, Illmatic, because of my dad and all that stuff. So during that time period, 
it was cool to be the drug dealer. Um, I think after like 2007, it was cool to be the drug user. So like, if you grew up like me, again, I never tried doing these things, but um, after I made a conscious choice, like, I don't want to like Jay-Z. I mean, I respect him. I like his music. If it wasn't for Jay-Z, there would be no Wayne. But um, I'm like, I would rather like Wayne. But like, after every song he's talking about, I did Molly. I did a perk set. I drank uh, some lean. I did this and I did that. Like, you can only listen to that so much until that gets inside of you and you want to take part in that. So I believe partly it was the music, partly it was just choice, choices that you made. Um, again, I listened to the same music, never really was do, ever was doing that. So, I mean, it's crazy. And it's just like, it's sad because... Um, just outside of the persona, which uh, which was Juice World, just like watching interviews. Like, I didn't get a chance to ever meet him personally or anything like that, but just watching interviews, just seeing him be Gerard with his girlfriend or with his family or with his friends and not Juice World. Dude was a good dude. He was really talented. I dug his music. I hope it was kind of like a Tupac situation where it's more music locked in the vault and that's not the only album that we'll ever get from him because he was gone way too soon and I hate that for him. I really do. And um, real quick, before we change subjects, um, I listened to an interview with his friend and his friend was pretty much just having survivor's remorse saying like, man, why couldn't that be me? Because he has so much to do. Um, but he was also lying about how much he was using and how much he was taking, and he didn't swallow all those pills because the uh, plane was getting raided by police. He really did have a problem, and now I'm doing the same things because I just want to feel like what it was like when my friend was here. So, I mean, all of these episodes aren't going to be happy, Um Music comes from a real place, and sometimes that real place is struggling. demons it's not always happy so i mean this is one of the more morbid episodes we're not having like a great time well i'm still having a good time doing it but i mean sometimes you have to talk about some real stuff um this it's not a nostalgic episode like oh yeah i remember when i was 10th grade in 10th grade when the song came out like no this Person lost his life two years ago, and album came out a year ago, and it's just stuff that we have to deal with, and it's just like, man, it sucks. But I mean, sometimes life can't get the best of you, but it is what it is. Um, I believe as long as you stay close to God and 
all that stuff, you'll be good on the other side. Um, but I'm going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. All right, we are back. Um, so let's jump into some sports. Uh, like I said, and I called it, that the Lakers were not going to make it out of the first round. They did not have enough pieces. It was like LeBron was playing with the 07 Cavs. They were terrible. AD was hurt. Um, what's his name? Dude, Andre Drummond was trash. He looked like Shaq when he played for the Cavs. And when he got to the Lakers, he just said, I'm taking that back seat roll because that man was no good. No help, nothing. They gave my man LeBron, Dennis Stroder, and uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope and expected him to beat anybody. I mean, granted, Phoenix was is really good. They beat uh, Denver yesterday by 20, but LeBron needed more help than that. So I don't know who I'm going to take the rest of the way. I think out of the West, I am going to go with Utah just because Ru Rudy Gobert was the two-time defensive player of the year. Um, they got some guards that can shoot. Um, Paul Millsap is still doing it at a high level. Um, but then again, you can't go against the Joker. Um, dude can shoot when he's shooting. He is already seven feet tall. So when he's shooting at the top of his jump, it's 10 feet tall. You can't do nothing with that. So I think the West might, even though I just said they beat, Denver got beat by 22. Um, it was only game one. I think it might come down um, between Denver and Utah in the West. And uh, I don't know. I don't really have a second team for the East. I think Brooklyn to take that all the way. Um, I think if it's Utah and Brooklyn, it'll go down to seven games. If it's Denver, in Denver, Brooklyn. I'm sorry. It might be a gentleman's sweep, five games. Um, Katie's too good. Kyrie don't miss. If James Harden comes back, and I think he did play last night or whatever night. Um, so if they're if they're jailed and together by that point, then I think that they can win it all. Um, I hate to see it. I don't really like um, KD as a person. Like, dude's just a dick for absolutely no reason all the time. So, I mean, it is what it is. But just from a basketball standpoint, because I try to do that fine line between, like, who you are and what you do for a living. Um, can't hate on this game. Dude is, like, one of the top best in the leagues and, and in the league where they're still a LeBron James. Um, but yeah, so, well, it'll be interesting to watch. That's all I got to say. Um, Indians lost to the worst team in the major league. So they're going to start being the Indians sooner than later. Um, they were doing good, but I think they're going to fall apart shortly, unfortunately, because I mean, kind of always want to see the whole home team win. Um, the Mets are looking really good. I'm glad Frankie got in a better situation. Um, I picked the wrong team since Cleveland's going through a rebranding. I'm like, 
I can't in good conscience like a team called the Indians, so I picked the freaking Colorado Rockies, and they're not great. <laughs> they are not great. Granted, best baseball plays like a game every day, maybe two games. So the last time I saw, they were nineteen and thirty, but they could be moving in the right direction now, and that's what I'm hoping for. But um. Just being at work all the time and them playing on the West Coast, I don't get to see too much of their games. But, I mean, we all have Google in our pocket, so that's no excuse. But, um, yeah, I just want to touch base with you guys. Uh, go over this album if you haven't had a second. If you haven't had a chance, please give it a listen. Again, it's called Legends Never Die by Juice World. Um, it's a pretty decently long album. We have four sides, A side. Side B, side C, side D. Um, the A side has seven songs. B side has five. C has five. D has five. So, I mean, you got to give it some time. You have to give it some time. But um, it's well worth the listen. It's well worth the investment as well. Um, just to support him as an artist. Um, his artistry also to support his family. Um, we don't know who he was feeding and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I would definitely give that a chance. Um, watch out. Look out for some basketball to see if my predictions are right. Um, keep me updated on baseball if you guys are avid baseball watchers because I'm not. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't really start liking it until after the All-Star break. But to each his own. But, um, yeah, if you're a... Uh, if you watch baseball and you listen to this, give me some topics to talk about in the baseball world. Same with soccer. I want to get into soccer. I just don't understand it. So uh, if you guys have some soccer teams or soccer games I should talk about, let me know. Um, we've got 80 days until preseason. Um, my Cardinals start out with uh, the Dallas Cowboys preseason August 28th. And uh, me and my girl, we just talked about going to uh, – the All-Star Game, not the All-Star Game, the Hall of Fame Game and the uh, Enshrinement because I would love to see um, Peyton Manning and Charles Wilson get enshrined. So we're trying to just get everything in line so we know that we got our money together and we're not scrambling at the last minute. So we got a couple months to do so. So maybe, hopefully, by the end of this month, early July, we'll be we'll have our tickets and all that stuff ready to go so we can enjoy um those festivities during that time. Um, but yes, again, I have been K Fonts. You all have been amazing. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. And before I sign off, I just wanted to say rest in peace to Miss Trina Curtis. Um, her husband, Sal Curtis, has been a, fam a family friend since I've been born. He actually was my first babysitter. I think I told you guys this on my first episode. That's actually how you're hearing my voice is because he purchased a mic for me to follow this, to um, pursue this dream that I've had. So um, if you're listening to this and just anybody under the sound of my voice, just keep him and his whole entire family lifted up until in your prayers. Please and thank you. But I have been Kay Fonts. This has been another installment of the B-Sides. 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continuous support. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for everything that you do. Um, I hopefully I can get a couple more episodes out this week because I'm on vacation. So, I mean, once that starts, it probably never stop again for a month or two. So, um, yeah, just look to hear from me a couple more times this week, but that's all I have for you. Um, until next time, my friends.